You come across somebody you've never met before, but you feel like you've known them for a really long time and then, boom, they're out of your life. Is that something to be grateful for? It's a happy Thanksgiving Day edition of this, the Gratitude Journal podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal podcast. Oh, yeah, I can smell the turkey. It's almost done. The dressing lumped onto the plate. Ah, uh, Brussels sprouts, mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, rolls, butter. Okay, I'm not really smelling any of that because we're not cooking here today. Uh, it's Matthew here. And uh, hey, first, happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, it is probably the day that you would expect Matthew, your friendly neighborhood host of the Gratitude Journal podcast, to perform another gratitude episode because this is the day for gratitude, right? But I'm reminded as I churned through my newspapers this morning that, you know, this quest to be grateful is something that should happen each and every day. And even though this podcast is far from something that's been around every day, uh, that is the overall goal and the goal that I need to continue to remind myself about as to why this podcast exists. And it exists in order to hopefully have you and I share different ways sometimes apparent, sometimes not, where we can be grateful and thankful for the things that are around us. And as I said to someone the other day, my goal, even though I'm not successful, is to strive for things less and be content with the things that I have. And while that philosophically seems like an easy venture. It certainly is not because I lately have kind of been in this uh, kind of funk and I really can't put my finger on it per se, but it's almost like not that I have any money to buy anything, but I feel like I've been surfing to buy things, even though I haven't made the purchases because it would inject a brief amount of thrill knowing that, you know, the Amazon truck or, you know, USPS is going to show up with a package and that's going to satisfy me for about 10 minutes. And then I'm going to move on to something else. And I sometimes think, isn't that in some way, shape or form really the goal, journey, quest to try to avoid because we tend to do it so much. That's what I think. At least that's what I pondered on my walk. So that is what I like to continually remind myself about this particular podcast. I thought about this on my walk earlier this morning after I got up pretty early. I've been getting up uh, relatively early, like in the 5, 5.15 range. One, in order to give myself appropriate time to, you know, prepare for my day. And by preparing for my day, I mean having my cup of coffee and reading my newspapers. Now, I have told myself 
Maybe you feel this way too. I spend a little bit too much time doing that because sometimes I'll look up and it'll be like 10 till 7 and I've been trying to do my stationary bike ride in the morning as opposed to doing it in the evening. And so I have to allow 30 minutes for that and then I have to shower and then I have to try to meditate even though I'm not, I haven't been super, super successful. By the time that all takes shape, it's going to 8 o'clock and then it's really time to start my real job and, and really I'm on the clock then. So it's been kind of a struggle even getting up at, you know, say, 5.15 to get all the things done that I need to get done. But this morning, I didn't have to be in the studio to do any work, per se. And so this allowed me some time to go on my uh, walk. And it was here in Northeast Ohio, a very uh, brisk, uh, chilly, slightly breezy, but very overcast morning. But I, I, I kind of didn't mind that because the leaves for the most part are down off of the trees the big truck you know the big sucker upper truck that comes along and you know scoops up the leaves to turn it into mulch they've already been through although i think they came a little early this year and i actually i know that's going to sound weird i kind of like bare trees you know what i mean i like bare trees even when i years ago you know, as a youngster, bought the Bear Trees album from Fleetwood Mac, and I would kind of stare at this kind of bear tree on the album cover with the fall kind of shrouding it. And it was it was kind of mystical to me. I, I really liked it. So I don't mind taking a morning walk in the breeze, uh, even when it's chilly amongst overcast skies and uh, bare limbs, uh, because I hopefully can find something valuable and worthwhile out of that. So before I go any further, just let me say happy Thanksgiving to everybody who listens or downloads or whatever they do, you know, with this podcast. So what am I grateful for? Well, I would say, number one, I'm grateful for the ongoing uh, cancer journey that uh, Donna and I have been on and the fact that she has been relatively, um, you know, after effect free. I mean, aside from a little bit of skin irritation and me, you know, trying to get her on a regular basis to a couple of times a day, apply some aloe vera, you know, uh, gel to help ward that off. uh, She basically said to me the other day, you know, I really don't feel too bad. And I said, well, this is, you know, this is great because she's a little bit more than halfway through. I think she has nine more sessions left. Uh, Then she'll take kind of like an anti-estrogen pill for the next five years and have some follow-up appointments over the next couple of years. But for the most part, we really uh, navigated this in such a way that there could have been a lot of bad things as anyone with breast cancer knows. And, you know, just in the shorter time of this journey, I've run across several women who have shared their experiences and, you know, they had some pretty arduous tasks ahead of them. And so from the standpoint that it was stage one B that there was no lymph node interaction, that margins were clear uh, and that she did not have to do chemotherapy. And she just had to do radiation. Believe me, uh, when I am, you know, surrounded by family today uh, in the midst of all the Thanksgiving celebrations, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm going to be very, very appreciative and very, very grateful 
that this journey so far has turned out the way it has turned out. Now, that might be easy for me to say because it's not cancer for me. And, you know, Donna's reactions have been less than stellar sometimes. And, you know, the first week or so, she was pretty upset. And I was trying to understand, you know, the whole idea of like someone telling you that you have cancer. And so, you know, I tried to help navigate her through that as best as I knew how, and I really don't know how. And so, you know, looking at everything in the aggregate, I would say that we both are, are pretty grateful. The other thing I'm grateful for is, um, I guess I can safely say that this kind of video edition of the podcast that I'm trying to launch and to see if I can sort of get off the ground has uh, has finally come to completion. And I mean, the cameras are set up. In fact, the batteries are charging right now. And I have no excuse over this weekend than to launch episode number one of the Gratitude Journal, the video podcast edition. Oh, uh, now I'll have to look in to see whether someone's actually stolen that name. I don't know. I might have to call it something else. But um, I ride my stationary bike in the basement, which I'm grateful for, that I have all this room in this basement, which used to be Matt's man, man cave. And then we just kind of started watching television upstairs and Donna really didn't want to take the steps. And I was kind of worrying about her in the dark, you know, coming down with like a glass of pop or something. And it kind of turned into this, you know, place where I have, you know, the business and I have my big voiceover box where I do my voiceover stuff. And then I have kind of like a product photography space set up. And then I have, you know, the stationary bike with the TV where I watch, you know, various things, uh, training stuff and, you know, just uh, meditation stuff and, and Dharma talks and, you know, stuff about sports, you know, just a whole potpourri of things. But I also took a corner of that and sort of been devising this into like a video space. So hopefully it looks good. Hopefully it will sound good. I mean, those are the two big things. Uh, I've reached out, you know, to our granddaughter, Lauren, who has an amazing channel on YouTube, over a hundred thousand subscribers. Uh, Lauren Midgley is her name. Check it out. If you have a chance. Um, I mean, she's amazing. She's beautiful. Um, and she's been kind of giving me some pointers and some tips and so hopefully that will launch. So I'm grateful that I have the space to do it. And I'm grateful that I have, you know, the wherewithal and the gumption at this point in my life to do it. So you're probably saying, why are you doing this? You know what? That's a good question. I don't really know. I, I think because one, I'm not afraid of the camera. I mean, I do a lot of on-camera stuff for the radio station. But I think like, you know, just video being so popular now, and while I really love podcasts, I want to continue to do a audio podcast. I feel like, you know, there's just the added benefit of hopefully getting others to find ways to be grateful for stuff. And in the same way, selfishly, that I can play off that and that I can continue myself to find new and different ways to find the gratitude in, you know, my life. And 
I said this before, I've referenced this on several occasions. This year in particular has been very tough to do that. I mean, you know it as a subscriber to this audio podcast that, you know, the sheer number of episodes has been down. And yes, things have gotten in the way schedule wise, but I have really struggled this year. I'm just being honest. I've struggled you know, a little bit with depression. I've struggled a little bit with, uh, you know, a little bit of apathy. I've been struggling with, you know, just a little bit of, um, I don't want to call it anger, but just um, not, you know, my regular sort of slightly half glass full self, even though I've always been mostly glass half empty my life and then trying to figure out ways to rectify that. Uh, That's another journey and another conversation. But it's been tough. This year's been pretty tough. And then, you know, to get the cancer diagnosis and, you know, you look up, you know, to the sky and go, how much more? And then you think, well, you know, you know, as my friend Ron says, why not you? I mean, how are you special? And, you know, he's right. And so I say that to other people, too, because, you know, it's it's good, practical, you know, you know, Dharma advice and, you know, Buddhist advice, but it's also just good you know, things to keep in mind for whatever path you choose. I mean, why can't things happen to you? You know, are you so quote unquote blessed that nothing can happen to you? No. So I have to remind myself of that when I sort of go down into the depths that, you know, you are not special and that, you know, while people will say you're special, I, you know, from the standpoint of like, you know, that could never happen to you. Yes, it could. It very well could. And so I have to continue to remind myself of that. So is that the reason for doing this? I think maybe, you know, just I need extra irons in the fire, so to speak, to kind of reinforce the fact that I need to, you know, live in the present, to live in the now, to not be so concerned about all the crap that happened before and everything that's going to happen down the road has, hasn't happened yet. And I need to try to find fulfillment right now in this present time amongst all the gunk. And I guess that's the whole reason for doing it. So hopefully that will happen <laughs> this this weekend. And uh, it's kind of scary. You know, it's kind of frightening because you're going to see, wow, he does have a face for radio. And, uh, but you know, in another way, I really don't care. Um, I just, I feel like this is important enough to try to get onto maybe other platforms and, uh, perhaps, you know, that will help or benefit somebody. I guess the other thing I'm grateful for is my family. Now I know everybody says that, Um, And I say that with a mild amount of trepidation because, you know, um, lately, I guess I have been uh, finding out that I'm maybe not as skilled amongst large groups of people. We have a large family, a large group of people. And sometimes it makes me a little shaky. and. I think I've been feeling that this year and I've been anticipating holidays and the get togethers and feeling a little mushy, 
inside about it. Like, if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be crushed. And not that I want something bad to happen. Like, I think it was exactly 11 years ago today that, um, like, Donna actually felt ill. And we actually spent Thanksgiving Day in the ER, like, all day. And we really didn't find out what was wrong with her. But it was one of those situations where, oh, my gosh, you realize we just spent all of Thanksgiving Day in a hospital? And while I don't want that to happen, I feel like right now I'm getting like a little bit of butterflies in my stomach, just kind of thinking about just hanging out. And I don't know. It's hard to explain. Having said that, though, I drive past, you know, on the way to take Donna to her radiation and I past people who obviously, you know, are struggling with finding a place to live. And you think, well, that person, unless they go to a shelter, probably is not going to have a Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. And I get to, I mean, I can have several of them if I want them. And then we all get together at my brother's, usually on Thanksgiving evening, and kind of do like the whole dessert. And really, for most of us, is just staying around drinking ale. Um and so we do all that. So it's a busy day, you know, like it's a long day and I'll squeeze in hopefully a visit to my parents who, you know, I'll have to see, you know, at some point between, you know, these events. And so while I'm very, very grateful to have all of this family and all of the good things that are happening to them, including, you know, new family members, which will be showing. In fact, uh, our niece uh, Taylor, I mean, heck, we might not even get through the pumpkin pie today before you know, her girl, you know, makes her presence known into the world. So it's one of those things where just a lot is happening. A lot is happening with, you know, all of my siblings and their and their kids. And sometimes the 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 whirlwind and the chaos of it just overwhelms me. I don't really know any other way to put it. I don't know if you feel that way sometimes about getting together with family or just large groups of people sometimes maybe like i don't know like the need to perform and maybe you're not good enough it, it's weird it, it goes into areas that i'm not really even sure what they are i'm sh- probably figure it out at some point over an ipa later tonight i suppose i don't know but that being said, I am grateful for all of them. I'm grateful that I have a large family and a large connected family. And, you know, that, you know, Donna is feels comfortable for the most part around them. And, you know, she's loved and it's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's all good. The other day at radiation, this couple walked in and I've kind of seen them a couple of times because when you go to radiation, you go every day, like Monday through Friday. And we had to go last Sunday because we weren't going today because of Thanksgiving. And, you know, you see the same people, like you get the same time for the most part and you see the same people. It's it's just like a cavalcade of people who are just coming in, doing their 15 minutes and then they're leaving. And you know, you kind of not get to know them, but you know the faces. And sometimes this couple shows up and it just, they seem like nice people. Like they seem like down to earth, like the husband who is the one who's getting radiation is a little self-deprecating. 
you know, he wears his Cleveland Brown stuff. And so we've had like these minor chit chats. And sometimes I think like, you know, if we knew each other, like at another time place, I would imagine that maybe we could be pals or buddies. You never know. And then it hit me that, you know, driving away like December 5th or December 6th, which is, you know, the last session. I mean, the chances are good. Like, I will never see that couple again. Like, we will probably, our paths may never cross. And I got to thinking during my walk today, how many times during your life where you encounter people who, like, they do you a solid or they are nice to you or you have a chance to help somebody, whereas you may not have had a chance to help that person before. And it's like almost like these little minute like explosions of relationships happen at like this instantaneous time and then all of a sudden they just like evaporate like they go away and like what are we to make of these things and i I just thought a lot about that on the walk today because i know throughout my lifetime i have come across these kinds of instances where people like they make an appearance in your world and then they go out of your world. And then, you know, for a while it was kind of depressing me a little bit. Like, what am I to make of these? And I think in this moment of gratitude on Thanksgiving day, I think I'm not supposed to make anything of it. I think, I mean, maybe there's some deeper meaning about it. I know probably movies have been made about that, you know, and time space dimensions and, you know, people that you never thought you would meet and you do. And not that it was anything uh, marvelous or great or, you know, that kind of thing, but you just get a sense like, you know, our meeting at this moment was for some reason and then maybe it was for no reason and maybe that's good enough. Like I should soak up that experience and those minutes as they are presented to me and then just let them kind of float away and not be too attached to them. I mean, theoretically in my head, that's exactly what I should do. But I know that that's not always the case. And uh, so I would say today for these little moments that, you know, the shared laughter or, you know, the the gentle touch or the, you know, the, the cool bear hug or, you know, just like, you know, someone else is cooking that seeps into your taste buds and you just go, wow, I can never make anything like that. I mean, I think that we should just soak up those things and just let them go. So I'm I'm making myself feel better about this little bit of neuroses that I'm feeling about being around everyone today. So hopefully that worked and maybe that'll work for you too. I, I don't know, but I'm here's my last final wish. I hope someone brings pecan pie. I like pumpkin pie, but really pecan pie is the bomb. I mean, when I taught school, I would, you know, you know, sneakily get students to bake pecan pies and bring them in because I just love pecan pies so much. And uh, so I'm hoping secretly that, uh, you know, there's a Christmas ale today somewhere and that there's a pecan pie uh, slice somewhere. So in your world, I'm hoping that you have a great Thanksgiving and that uh, you find new and exciting things to be grateful for. I will give you information about episode number one of the video podcast, and I'm hoping uh, that um, you have 
a safe and relaxing day, especially if you're on a journey. And uh, thank you for uh, downloading and listening to another edition uh, of the Gratitude Journal podcast. <laughs>